1: What's up, Movie Trivia Shmoedown fans, and welcome to the schmodown Rundown, the official episode of the Movie Trivia Shmoedown. My name is Brad Gilmore, but you might know me by another name. You might know me as Layboat. Oh,
2: my God, you're my boat for sure.
1: See, I was trying to ride that, ride that little wave that you got going, Frank Jash. Yeah, that's right. That's and the right. man who's laying down those sounds from the undergrounds, he is West Coast.
2: numbers From a sexy player,
3: love those numbers. Sexy numbers, I love those numbers. Feeling Thanks. really good about them. I'm feeling those numbers. Feel it, feel it, Brad. Do you feel it? What a week. Do you feel it? What a week we've had because there was a lot of, um, I don't know, discussion, debate within debate. the the, the showdown community this week um, about spoilers, about. Um new rules or or timeouts and stipulations for title matches. Um man, there was a there's a lot going on and it wasn't even about matches <laughs> per se.
1: It wasn't at all about matches. It wasn't at all about matches, really, the man whose numbers are being felt constantly. Uh here's the thing. Christian Arloff said no easy buckets. He also said uh no crying in baseball, meaning there are no timeouts. And then um, he said, "Boy, do we have some great matches ahead." Um, let's talk about the let's talk about those news items real quick, Frank. Yeah. Uh Let's start with spoiler gate. Yeah. Spoiler gate part 2. That's you know, French for two.
3: It's it's like we seemingly have this debate every season, every it's year. Like, what's the rules? And then the rules always kind of always end up still staying the same. Yes. Um. Uh. You know what? I'll, what I'll say ultimately is. I understand everyone's plight, everyone's point of view, and I think um, you know. At the end of the day, um, and I don't mean to sound harsh. This this does this is not coming from like a place of of malice. Um, you know, Facebook allows more than like one group to exist. You can create another group, and where it's just. We don't talk about spoilers. We don't. We only talk about stuff until it's all public. You can do that. No, Frank. If you there's wanted. a
1: finite number of Facebook pages <laughs> that can be made. I know. And we've like, reached the limit.
3: You could still have the other main official Schmodown Facebook group. You can go in there when you're all caught up. Uh, someone else should start. I think someone else should start another group. There's no, there's like no law saying that you can't. There is a. Um, I know there is a spoiler group out there that doesn't have v- very many um, members. But you know, I, I go in there from time to time and see what's up. You know, there is uh the on subreddit and, and those those guys do a pretty good job of uh, moderating spoilers and stuff like that but if if like facebook's your thing there seems to be a whole lot of people out there that would would like a spoiler free kind of group maybe y'all should get together create a group so that you can talk about it stuff when you want to, or you know spoiler free in there and then when you're all caught up go back into the main group page and and have at it i don't know that's just a suggestion um do what you like do what you need to do um, I don't know what else to say on this topic, Brad. It's just, it's hilarious at this point.
1: Yeah. Um. Here's the thing: if I can't, I can't go t- 15 seconds when I'm watching a UFC fight. So, like, like when um when Derek Lewis just knocked out Curtis Blades last weekend, five seconds later it was on the UFC's timeline. Do you know what I mean? Like five yeah. seconds out of the knockout. There's nothing I can do about it. Nothing I can do about it. That's just the way – that's just the way it is. Things will never be the same, right? That's just the way it is, guys. Get used to it. What do we think about no timeouts? Um, I'm okay with
3: it. I I, I was excited
1: about the timeout rule.
3: So I am as well, but from what I had heard was that it just really kind of disrupted – the flow of the match and we're talking about it in a digital space and and i don't know exactly how it might have played out or it would play out but i you know i posted this i was in the in the sweat on subreddit and i said you know look i can understand why this this is more for a studio setting if anything and still we still have to see how that shapes out but if in a digital sense if you call a timeout and you want to talk to your manager about something but you right. don't want your opponent and the other manager to hear what you're talking about. Now they gotta go to another room. They gotta go. in there. you gotta make sure they're in the room. They gotta make sure they're not listening. You know all that and, and whatever. And now you get to talk to your manager. But you know you only have a minute. So now when do you start the clock on that? Do you, now you have more than a minute. You know or less than a minute. So it gets very convoluted. And then you gotta bring the people back in. And then you gotta restart it. And blah blah blah. So I can understand. You know the hindrance there because hindrance is a good word is you know you call the timeout to try maybe try and clear your head or what have you but at one point does it kind of backfire on you because you're going through all these hoops just to take a timeout. So I'm okay with it being sidelined for the digital space. I think that's fine. I certainly would like to see it back again when we go back to the studio and see how that works. And if it doesn't work then it doesn't work. But if it does but great.
1: Can I say this though? Isn't, like, the point of the timeout to disrupt the flow? Like, like when you think about it in basketball, no, sure. the reason why a lot of times a coach will take the timeout is because the other team's offense is on fire and your defense is slacking, yo, timeout, because you're hoping to ice them. It's like icing a kicker. It's to disrupt right. their flow. That's, like, the whole point of it, right?
3: But I think, to a degree, it has to be reasonable in, ter- in terms of, at least in the digital space, whether it's, it's reasonable on a production level, not because... If it's just a hindrance to these matches to bring people in and out of rooms, what have you, you know, um, and then for for you as a player who called it for a strategic sense and what like eventually that's going to kind of backfire on you because maybe you want to leave maybe or you have to leave the room. I, I, I I just don't think it's, you know, I don't know. I'm okay with it. Like I said, I'm okay with it. Taking a taking a back seat for right now. You know, just just, you know. Brad, do in, can you do in the FCL?
1: Do the timeouts? Yeah. I am maybe. the chairman. I yeah. am the chairman. Let's see
3: how much fun you have with it then. And then maybe your tune will change. <laughs> you maybe, know? maybe
1: it will, but we are live, so it changes yeah. it's a little bit different. That's um, exactly.
3: Exactly. Rachel. Because if you do it in recorded matches, then but then you have to do it for live matches that we have now three pay per views a month. You have to do it for that? Come on. Like it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a real drag honestly okay okay
1: okay okay look so there. go it. to commercial do something um rachel j cushing says there's no 100 right answer that works for everyone regarding spoilers but ultimately this game is closer to being a sport than ever before and instantaneous reaction and interaction is a part of it so eloquently said by one of the greatest of all time and 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 i think that she is, hit it, the nail on the head there okay last thing we should talk about before we bring in our mystery guest the guest that wasn't promoted, and I'm going to flash this real quick before we begin, okay? Because there might be spoilers ahead with our special guest. But before we get there, what do we think about no easy buckets anymore? No free points for any <laughs> this faction.
3: Is a, this is another one. Um, oh, my lord. Look, what do we think? I, I like the implementation for… We're not trying to schedule outside of tournaments. We're not trying to schedule faction on faction, you know, m- uh, matches or, or leading up to number of contender matches or title match. I like the the stipulation or the, kind of the the fix or the workaround that throughout the natural course of the the schedule, that you know doesn't take place within tournaments. If let's say, Dammerel has the singles belt, Bateman works his way up to get a gets the shot. Then you need to do a triple threat to add one more player into that or they have the option to wait i like i like that um machination of of how it's all going to work that way i will say um for when it's a tournament winner playing at spectacular with another when your other faction member has the title um i i understand why this is that the rule (laughs) is being implemented and it was created. I get it. Right. it you kinda want to maintain uh some dramatic effect if, you know, the points are in balance there. I understand that part. I get it. Understand. I think it's unfortunate that the kind of way this thing has worked out is what, you know, Christian has talked about and how it's um how it's gonna work for, for those instances. Um I don't particularly like it. I understand it,
1: but I don't like it. But I understand yeah. it. You, know, you get me? You yeah, I, uh, yeah. I you know I I I like and understand it. I think in this one because mm-hmm. I understand the 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 idea of title match individual accomplishments. Therefore, those individuals should be recognized. However, if we're playing this as a team sport, which it is now, right? Yeah. A faction is a team. You know, there aren't there aren't there aren't two of the same team in the Super Bowl. Like, the yeah, Tom Brady true. doesn't play yeah. Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like th- it doesn't work that way. You need to have a, a clear, defined uh, opposition, right?
3: I also can't wait for the day... It's not a relay
1: st- race where we just pass the title off to the next Sh- teammate. Sure.
3: but also, I can't... This is a kind of a, an aside. I also can't wait for the day when we stop comparing on to other sports. Because eventually, we're just going to be our own thing. Because we really are. But I understand the comparisons for argument's sake. But I just can't wait till we have that day. Because really what we're doing with the Schmodown is really um, we're pulling bits and pieces. And so, yes, there's gonna be some certain um, comparisons and, and inspirations. Sure. But I think what we're doing with teams and factions, you know, like UFC doesn't have factions of players
2: of no. fighters and
3: they don't come into this type of thing. No. Like I said, we're, we're, um, a mutation of all these other sports elements. And, uh, so we're gonna have to find interesting workarounds and fixes. Um, and, Some people are going to like him, some are not. That's just the nature of how it's going to go.
1: Well, I like some people and others I don't. And speaking of somebody who might be polarizing. Yeah. Some people like him, others don't. He is our special guest joining us right now. I threw the spoiler alert up there. I'm going to throw it up one more time. Throw it up.
3: If you have not seen last week's pay-per-view yet, this will be a bit of a spoiler for you.
1: It will be. Okay. Have I given enough warning? Yeah, I think so. Now joining us, fresh off of his first match of the season, he is the now former Intergeekdom champion
4: of the world, Chandru
1: (laughs) Dandapani. Oh, wait, hold on. What is going on here?
4: Oh, no. Uh, I was just uh, disinfecting the belt so I can, like, you know, ship it.
2: Oh, well, that's
1: that's actually very nice of you. Considering everything that's going on. Yeah, I know. No. Well, you know hey, what you're really thinking of it. others. How are you doing, Chandru? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good. Good. We're good. good. We're good, man. So let's let let's get into um, let's get into get into everything. Uh, how are you feeling post post uh, f- title match?
4: Post title match. Um, I I mean, of course, the match did not go the way I intended. Uh, to uh, to paraphrase uh, Jen, um, uh, but. but but um, I, I'm extremely proud of like what I what I did with the with the new slide with the with the new format of the game and like how much the division has changed and so on. So um, I'm way more relaxed now before uh, after the match than I was before. So um, I get to kind of like sit back and wait uh, watch a little more of it unfold before uh, I can I can like climb back up to the title again. So I'm um, just. Um, I want this belt back uh, in my house as, as soon as possible. So that's the, that's the next goal. Yeah. You know, I'm curious, Chandru,
3: when you got word of, we're adding all these new categories, these, all, all these new movies, uh, what was your initial thought on how you would need to prepare or how it might impact, um, your, your, you know, your then current methods?
4: I think my first impact was to like just categorize, every, uh, like get everything. Just just first look look at the list itself. Uh, even at the beginning of the beginning of last season, like we got an email about potential new like new, new slices, and IG and so on. So um, I knew it was coming. It wasn't. It wasn't the horizon. Like uh, so, I kind of knew to expect something. I did not I don't know what to expect. So I was just like uh, waiting for the list. And as soon as I, as as soon as I got it, it was it was a mix of excitement. And also uh, uh, seemingly daunting because it, the, the field has literally increased by thirty-three uh, percent. So okay. it was also it was also like uh, trying to get 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 it uh, get myself to the same level I hold myself to on the old slices. Uh, with the news, the, the same level of expertise with the new slices too so that's that's what i was like going for so i knew it was, it was it was i had a limited amount of time to do that uh before before my first match and there was a there was a little a little bit of unknown like another element of unknown added too, because like uh, usually a defending champion gets to see their challenger go through a tournament or like win a couple of match win a couple matches a couple sure. matches before their title match too so um, again, like Mara, as amazing as she played, was was uh, I to me uh, there was a big question mark there, and this was just an added question mark about how deep they're going to go into these movies, how uh, um, how much imp- relative importance they're going to have compared to the old movies and so on, uh, older list of movies uh, and so on too. So that that was that was that was all. Like I was more curious than anything. And then when
1: when you started to get into the throes of the match, you know, round one, I think the second question was the Jurassic Park question, and and you kind of whiff on that one, or the Jurassic World, rather. What was Mm -hmm. going on in your mind in that moment? Were you like, oh, oh, man, this this is... Because we know Intergeekdom has become the can't miss league, right? The first person to to almost show a sign of weakness can go down the primrose path, for lack of a better term. So when you missed that first Jurassic World question, what was going through your mind?
4: I mean, um, I think... My miss. So the the loss of the match. I would I would uh, I would I would put it to, towards two things. It's uh, Mara first of course like playing an amazing game um, with the questions she was given, and uh, the other was me miscalculating a little bit, little bit here and there. And uh, the first miss also like led me to sort of miscalculate the level of difficulty I'm expecting for the rest of the match uh, too uh so um so it was it, i i knew i knew uh i wouldn't probably i probably wouldn't know you know the older movies because because i have studied them at this point for almost two years now and uh the the newer movies are still um I've I've, I've 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 seen and loved some of them so there's st- they're still like fresh in the mind but i haven't like spent years uh studying 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 all of them so i knew there was going to be some sort of like uh level of, Expertise differential between the older and the new, and uh, I, I was I was uh, again uh, curious to see what how how the rest of, the rest of the round goes because if I'd known I would I would have gotten every every other question right I would have actually taken like a, re- a repeat in the second question like I just didn't want to burn a repeat that early uh, that early so who who knows how, if I would have like gotten the question with 15 more seconds to think about all five movies and how they end and all so on um, too but. Uh, but yeah, uh, that just led me to sort of miscalculate. Um, so sort of like miscalculate how how into depth they're going with the new mo- new list of movies too. So yeah, I'm I-
3: curious too. Now going through this kind of this new iteration of inner geekdom, um, mm-hmm. you can say or not say. You know, what about this match has perhaps maybe led you to adjust certain a certain way to how to prepare for this new IG. Has that changed at all? Or do you think what you were doing still works? You just need a little bit more time.
4: I mean, um, I, I I still missed only the same number of uh, questions as the champion. So uh, preparation wise, I I don't feel like uh, I'm I'm missing a beat, skipping a beat or anything like that. It's just uh, the amount of, uh, amount of uh, difficulty that I, that I need to expect from the whole, the whole division and uh, the, how the two, 2 3 and 5 pointers have changed uh, especially when you're adding like a bunch of new movies you cannot go into depth in uh, in this in this larger set of movies as well so it's it's it's, it's a bit of recalibration uh, uh, i do a lot of like analytics of um how i how i study as well so i kind of had a had pretty good grasp of like what more, what movies get asked about with the older list so i just need to i just need to like kind of recalibrate if uh, if more uh, so watching other matches in the division is going to help help a lot too and we'll, we'll see let, let me ask you this though because
1: there, there was mm-hmm. one factor that, that that could have I don't know been the culprit of your of your uh, unsuccessful defense and it's one that you haven't brought up yet and that would be your manager uh, winston marshall uh, of the swag squad it seemed that you and him were not on the same wavelength whatsoever I think at one point you called him your third favorite Winston and um I I just want to know what's what's going on here what w- when did you and winston develop
4: this beef I mean um I don't I don't know if it affected my match uh, affected my gameplay gameplay at all like uh when we had two uh so discuss and strategize like we, we still like utilize that 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 part to make sure we're we're on the same page when it comes to the game and um um did i want to you know express whatever whatever discontent i had with winston during the match uh i in re- retrospect i shouldn't have done that in a public forum like i'll deal with that on my own time now uh and uh uh, I just need to need to figure out something with, with Winston swag. And, uh, that is all I have to say about it as, as of the moment. Uh, next question. Yeah.
3: Uh, with that, you know, I kind of want to talk about, you know, what you guys did last year as a squad swag and, and those members of the faction. Now you have new members in swag. Um, you, know, you still have a lot of your core there. You know, you have Paul Yama yourself, Lon Harris, you got ace back there. Um, and Frank it... Moran is back there too. Yeah. Yes. Frank Moran, of course. Um, what's it been like having new new players come into this this faction and kind of you know showing them you know the ropes of like this is how we operate in swag what's that kind of i guess transition if you will uh been like for for you and other members of swag
4: i mean um Winson always said swag is kind of swag is like kind of a family and that now it's just uh adding more people to the family. So it's just whatever metaphor of cousins stepchildren uh, you want to use are sure. getting added getting added to the getting added to the family so um again there's a, there's going to be a little bit of uh, getting used to there's some there's uh, some people I'm a big fan of that uh, that joined joined the faction and um I'm excited to like talk to them more and getting to know them better like uh, if, if I could uh, if they could uh, helping each other on our match preparation for our matches too.
1: So uh, let me ask you this, because last week on The Rundown, uh, we, we talked about it, and I almost feel, and I know it's not tradition, and I know it doesn't go with the rules, but I feel like we should run this one back. Sometimes when when I'm watching a UFC fight, <laughs> there's just something about it that says, you know what, I want to run this one back. You know, we just saw Conor McGregor get knocked out by Dustin Poirier, and they're already going to set up the rematch that's going to be the next fight they both have. Do you think that you should get an automatic or do you even want an automatic rematch? Would you rather be able to go back, study a little bit, maybe play a match or two to get your wings and a feel of these new categories and then go into a championship situation? Oh, I'd
4: I'd love to do an automatic match tomorrow. Uh, I'm like, (laughs) I'm like kind of ready and uh, ready to go. Like if we replay that match, eight out of ten, ten ten games, like eight out seven or eight out of ten times, I win that match. So... So I've already learned a little, learned learned quite a bit from that from that match already. So uh, I'm like kind of itching, itching to get back on the get back get back on the stage uh, ever again. Especially with, with like uh with the potential for points, I would love to like uh, bring. It, it, I would love to bring seven points. I I would have loved to bring eight points in uh, from the first match uh, to the to our faction. So uh, so I'm like itching to go again. Uh, and also like every every single person who whom I've lost to in my first match. Uh, I've, I've like got I've, I have a good track good track record of like sure. beating them when I when I meet them meet them the second time so um, so I, I'm not too worried about that match at all and uh, the other part to the other part that I'm proud of is like every every loss of mine the my opponent had had to break the record effectively to like to effectively uh, win against me so um, so I so I'm I'm like I I don't I don't. I'm more prepared than anyone is in the division, even the champion.
3: I'm uh, I'm curious about what do you think about the prospects of having to possibly play an uh, team tournament, uh, something you didn't get to do last season um, when everything was going on. But now it looks like it could possibly be a possibility for you to play in a tournament. Uh, does Does that prospect excite you in any way in terms yeah. of... Uh, having to run through the field and potentially playing at spectacular or, you know, wh- wherever that leads eventually.
4: I mean, um, yeah, based on, based on when, when, the, when the IG tournament is scheduled, I'd, lo- I'd love, to play, th- play that match. Uh, I don't know if I, if I'd have to like give up my title shot or number one contender shot to, to do that, but, uh, I'm pretty confident about my, uh, how I'd, how I'd run through the, done run through the tournament as well, like seeing the, seeing the rest of the division and, uh. The players and their potential and so on. So, um, so again, I'm I'm thinking in terms of faction points. What I can bring uh, to a faction, um, uh, to the faction, to the faction too. So, uh, if I if I can. So, uh, the tournament is basically what um, three, three points each, right? So, it's if it's yeah. a 16 person tournament, it's like twelve points if you win the tournament, uh, which is which is like a fifty percent more than a title difference. So, whichever way, uh, I just want I just want to uh, bring bring as many faction points. To, to my faction as possible and my, my final question for you Chandru:
1: what do you say to all the people who were seemingly dancing on your grave after your your defeat last friday there were there were a lot of people who were happy to see Chandru the chosen get dethroned what do you say to those people
4: i'm happy to bring so much like catharsis and happiness to the world if it uh it's just uh like on a a, from a philosophical point of view it's just so i'm I'm glad that so many people are happy uh, and that i brought so much so much happiness uh to them that the the watching the match uh, end of the day this is the schmodown entertainment network so if they were entertained if they were if they sort of like tied their brains so much uh to to this match, they felt they felt such uh, so strongly about this match. Um, I'm um, I'm happy I was able to like bring them this bring them this like catharsis uh, over over like eight months of time. But also remember how it felt before that match. Remember how it felt when the belt was with me, <laughs> because you're gonna you're that feeling is gonna come back ten times as soon as as soon as I play. As soon as I start playing again.
1: So. That's right. That's right. So he pretty much said, you know, he's happy that you're happy, but you're a bunch of jabroni losers, and he's gonna, <laughs> you're gonna be crying tears uh, once he regains the championship. Chandru, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I know that this has been quite a week for you, so um, thanks for joining us, and we look forward to see what your IG journey has ahead
4: of you. Thanks, man. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate what you guys do. Uh, fans like you, uh, are part of, part of the pillar of the showdown and, um, keep doing whatever, uh, whatever it is you're doing. And, uh, I hope Christian recognizes you guys soon uh, as well.
1: Oh, I thank you, Chandra. And That thing that you and I talked about about Frank, you know, about, you know, remember, remember the thing that you and I discussed with Frank about, you know, how he's kind of, he's all right. You know, you, I know you, I'm your favorite. It's okay, but I appreciate you. I, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Thank um, you. Yeah. Thanks. Sure. <laughs> Got you, Chandru. That is Chandru, the chosen Chandru. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah, we right. a, we're, we're having a really nice interview, Brad.
3: And then you and you throw in that little jab at the end there. I, I don't, you know. What, what are you doing? I, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. But but, whatever. but I, I
1: have to say, and look, we have a very special guest. Speaking of former InterGeekdom Inter champions, former team's champion, one of the greatest players to ever play the, the game in its history. Rachel Cushing is joining us in probably about 30 seconds. But right before I bring on Rachel Cushing, a little bit of breaking news. I saw it in the chat. I asked for clarification from Christian Arloff. Apparently the thing that we talked about, no free points. Yeah. It might have been somewhat, I was seeing in the chat that it was overturned, that, that Christian Arlov overturned that rule. What? So I haven't heard this yet, but he, I asked him to send me uh, clarification on this rule. So mm-hmm. let's see if we can hear this.
0: Works is, it still pertains during the regular season, the triple threat option. So for example, if Parker is the, is wins the number one contender match, Mars still the champion. He can sit back and wait for Mara to lose the championship or he can participate in a triple threat if Kaiser, Mara, and Parker all agree on it. As far as tournaments go, no. I, I gave the managers an option and let them vote on it because I, I gave them all an option to say, okay, look, this will basically take away uh, free points because giving and end the opportunity for a live event to have a triple threat with three big hitters is entertaining and nobody understood it. Nobody really understood what we we're going for, and the fact that we got uh, basically the managers are are willing to give away 14 free points at the end of the season. Well, there you I go. Rule is officially in the garbage. I stuck it in a garbage can, kicked it down the hill, ran down the hill, pissed on it, and then jumped up on it and said, "Get lost."
1: Okay. All right, so that's, that's... Christian Arloff. We're going to talk more about that in a second, Frank Janish. But right now, we have to bring her in. She's been patiently yeah. waiting in the wings. She is the former Intergeekdom champion of the world, the former uh, movie tribute Schmodan teams champion, part of one of the greatest teams Two of times. all time in the Shire Wolves. Two times, right? And part of one of the greatest teams of all time, the Shire Wolves. And she is a Mount Rushmore player. She is the crusher, Rachel Cushing. Rachel, thank you for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Yes. how are you first and foremost how's everything going in the world of the crusher
2: not too bad uh 2021 is already an improvement on 2020 so we just want to keep that ball rolling um but yeah we're hanging in there
3: that's good to hear because yeah. oh boy last year i mean the
2: bar else. was set really really yeah, low. Well. i realized true. that yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah we we just experienced what they're calling snowvid. Uh, here in the Texas oh, area yeah. due to due to the the winter freeze that we had, but other than that, I'm doing great. It's good to see you. It's good to talk to you. Uh, I'm, I've been enjo- I enjoyed you on backstage when you were doing that show, but every time you pop into a chat or you have a tweet or you make a Facebook post, it's always one of the most insightful things that I've read about the Schmodown. And you have a way of viewing this game like none other. So, are your your uh, opinions and views are appreciated.
2: Oh, that that means the world to me, you know. As somebody who hasn't played in a while, and you see, you know, the new eras move forward, and you see the new players, and you know, it, it's moving on without me. But to know that, you know, my voice still matters in some corners of the Schmo verse, uh, that means a lot. I mean oh, look absolutely. at that. Yeah. Look at that
1: too. We have your stats right up next to. you. I mean 18 and 11 overall record, this winning record, 80% accuracy, Etherkeem champion two time, team's champion, 2017 rookie of the year, 2018 team of the year, 2019 Yodi award. I mean, you're you're a Hall of Famer. I mean, come uh, on. First ballot sure fire. So we we that's appreciate all, That's all that I can you. only
3: fit on screen. There's there's more Brad. That's, there, all, there, that's no, all I all sure. on screen.
1: I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. Um um, what do you think, though? I mean, let's just talk about what the match that we saw last week. What was your thoughts of that inner Geetham championship match? Someone that you're familiar with, Mara Kanapik, yeah. re- re- coming back after a two-year absence and reclaiming her championship.
2: Yeah, it, I was listening to Chandru and, you know, blocking a lot of what he said out. But he did make a really good point about, you know, this match was – there was a big question mark over it, not just – in regards to Mara coming back after two years, but in regards to the big changes happening in the Inner Geekdom League. And nobody was really sure what the kinds of questions were going to be, all these new categories, and how, you know, two superstar veteran players would be able to handle them. And ultimately, both handled them incredibly well. Um, there was a whole lot of new movies being asked about and to a, a varying level of degree of difficulty, and they both handle them like the pros that they are. And I thought it was a fantastic match. Um, it, it's always hard when it, you look back and you go, yep, you know, that missing round one might have been the thing that costs the whole match, but in the moment you can't think that way because you've got five rounds to play. So, you know, you do what you can, but I thought it was an amazing match an amazing double header to start the season. Mm -hmm. I, you know, how much I love inner geekdom and how close it is to my heart. And I just adored the fact that season eight started with a star Wars match and an inner geekdom match.
1: And, and might I add, you were, you along with your partner, Clark Wolf, um, ushered in the the female presence in the movie, Trisha on the first ever female champions that we ever had in the league. Um, you were the first singles female champion of all time. And to start off the season with, you know, the two matches, three three of the competitors were all female. I'm sure that made you proud as well.
2: Oh yeah. It's huge. I mean, look, we stood on some pretty strong shoulders. I mean, Gray Drake and Bonnie Somerville and Katie Sackoff. they were women playing from the get-go, yeah. but it was always Clark and I's mission to to win some belts and championships and earn the re- same kind of respect that the guys in the league earned and to you know going back to that you know epic entrance that we did when we played who's the boss and spectacular to have all those women come out with us including mark Knopik, who had the Intergeeked and belt at the time it was our way of saying we're here we're here to stay we're here to compete and we can go toe-to-toe with these guys and i love seeing Mara backing that up again two years later. I adored seeing Laura Kelly playing a perfect game and Molly nipping at her heels the whole way. Like it's 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 what we really set out to do and to see it coming to fruition, even though we've stepped back. It, yeah, it, it means a lot.
1: And speaking of which, Molly Damon and Laura Kelly, that match will be available tonight on the Schmoda Entertainment YouTube channel, It'll be premiering at eight PM Pacific time. Frank Janish, go ahead.
3: Uh, Rachel I'm I'm curious you know when you I'm curious if you you could put yourself in the in the shoes of these current players and you hear here's all the new stuff that's coming Um, whether you've seen the movies or you haven't seen the movies whether you like them or you don't like them um, what do you imagine your mindset might have been like what do you imagine other players mindsets would have been like knowing that we're infusing a ton of new stuff in here um what, how daunting do you think that is for the current players and then also you know we have these rookies that are coming into the league as well who knew inner geekdom as one thing but now they're they finally get their shot they get called up they get drafted but now oh wait here's x amount of other amount of movies coming in what do you think these players might be going through or dealing with as they try and wrap their head around this new inner geekdom um era
2: I definitely think it must have been very intimidating, um, especially because I know there was so much chatter last season about adding new categories, and I was one of the people all for it. I thought infusing a handful of new movies was a good idea. Uh, And then I got the list and was like, you've got to be kidding me. This is insane. And then on top of that, the question mark that I was talking about in terms of the throwdown match that happened, we didn't know to what extent these new movies would be asked about like would they really take up like a quarter of the new questions or a quarter of the questions in a match half of them would they be more surface easy level who starred in what name the movie movie release date or are these going to be the same kind of level difficulty level questions that ig has always been the answer is yes I mean, there were some, (laughs) that that Jurassic Park round one question, honestly, that Wizarding World (laughs) round one question, the History of Violence question, the Ron Perlman Alien Resurrection question, they, you know, weren't holding back with the level of difficulty in in these new movies. So you go from approximately having to know 200 movies to a, a really high degree to now having to know 300 movies, apparently to about that same level, that's a lot and it's it's going to start looking more and more like the singles in teams league in terms of luck playing a massive factor if you spin if you're teenage mutant ninja turtle movie lover and you spin that in round two you have a really good chance of winning that match but what happens if you get Alien and Predator movies, and you've only ever just watched them before this match, and you get a deep level question like that. Like, inner geekdom is not the division where you can watch a movie and answer any question about it. You have to watch that movie 10 times before you know the level to which of the questions you need to answer. Not always, but enough of the time to make a difference in the league. So... Uh, my heart goes out to the IG players this season. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I respect and am amazed by the level of work that clearly Chandru and Mara put in and what I imagine the other IG players are going to have to put in. You know, watching 200 movies over and over again to be competitive in the IG league um, was already hard. And now to do it with about 100 films or so, uh, that's good luck.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'm curious too because. I, I think it would be somewhat reasonable to um, guess that there would be a dip in accuracy rates this season with these new infusion of yeah potentially of these new infusion of of movies. I'm curious um, if that dip is going to happen. It certainly does not look like it with Chandru and Mara. I'm curious with other veteran players um, how how well they do with these newer with these newer movies being put into matches now. Um, I do wonder if it will be kind of a dip this year and then as we get into next season, I don't want to think about next season, but next season the numbers start to pick up as players get more and more familiarized with, with these newer movies. Um, do you think, Rachel, that, you know, eventually players will memorize or, you know, become very familiar with these newer movies as they have with the older Anner Geekdom to where it may seem like kind of a singles type of league in intergeekdom before intergeekdom becomes back to its old self again, as we've known it the past couple of seasons.
2: That depends on the players. Um, You know, uh, I've said it in the past and, and it's a a well-known fact, you know, a lot of people who play in the down have day jobs or have families or have other things going on in their lives. And it was very difficult to, watch 200 movies as often as I did when I was playing and working a 10 hour a day job too. And I know that the same thing could be said about other players. Many players have careers such that it's easier for them or jobs that, you know, work well with like playing movies in the background or, you know, everybody's situation is different. So it's up to the players coming. in and this is true across all the divisions. You know, the Schmodown started out with people walking into the room and sitting at a desk and answering questions about movies that they might've seen love, you know, right. but there was not preparation. There was not studying. There wasn't what people now put into this um, show in order to be good at. And so if you pile a hundred new movies on IG players plates, It's now up to the players and their circumstances, each individual set of circumstances as to whether or not they'll be able to. I certainly know they're going to try. This means the world to them and that they want to do that. I think some have advantages in terms of the time to do that and the ability to do that over others. But it's proven time and again that people do what it takes to be the best in all of these divisions. So I'll be very curious to see what these new regiments look like for these top players. Um, I do think it's going to really mix up the matches though in the meantime, because I do think that a lot of new players were going to waltz in and be going, I transformers, man, that's in the IG now I'm going to kill it. This is all me. I'm going to be great. You know, like it's bringing a level of excitement. I mean, I didn't mean to stoke the fires, but during the IG match, I, commented in the uh youtube comments that sam was killing it like killing it (laughs) because it was robocop and jurassic park and alien and predator movies he's like are you kidding me and like (laughs) he was doing great so there's a lot of people that you know if the matches go their way much like in singles and teams in terms of the categories now that there's a wider variety of things i mean in that championship match, there was one Middle Earth question. Only one. I was very sad about it. But, <laughs> you know, like, it, it just goes to show you with more movies to ask about, there's more of a gamble involved. You don't know which ones are going to be asked about. You don't know which categories are going to get hit a lot in that match and which ones aren't. So I think there's going to be um, a little bit more of a who knows how this is going to go for a lot of the newer rookies and some of the the players who you know somebody like a Saul maybe or something like that who yeah. didn't quite break big last season but is waiting in the wings and you know things go in their favor and all of a sudden they might win a couple of IG matches but at the end of the day the people who take home the belt are the ones who you know are going to commit those 100 new movies to memory like they did the other 200.
3: You know Rachel I'm, I'm curious because you bring up Sam Levine he was killing it but I think <laughs> what we all want to know is was rachel killing it because I'm, that's what we want to know, <laughs> <laughs> you, know you, you know i'm just wondering i'm just curious just a little bit
2: there's some movies on that new list that um as it, in some ways felt a little arbitrary but in a lot of ways lined up right with what rachel loves so okay. there, there was uh, there was a number <laughs> uh, i was very excited to see and you know i am helping out Sam and his rookies and um, you know, getting them ready for their first matches and whatnot. So I was looking through the list pretty closely and, and writing some questions and helping train and everything. And um, yeah, I played pretty well. I mean, just in case there are inquiring minds out there.
1: I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) The people want to know, um, what did you, so let me ask you out of the new categories that we, that we saw in that match in particular, is there one that you said you know what this should have been a part of the inner geekdom division since day one
2: i don't know about day one but last season i got asked a couple of times what new categories i put on the wheel and alien and predator always felt like a right fit mm. for me um even though some of those movies are really really bad <laughs> um but there's some marvel and dc movies that are too so you know right. it goes with the it goes with the division but I definitely was not surprised to see that and do think that that fits uh, pretty well. Um, I'm not surprised Jurassic Park got added, too, just because that is such a cultural touchstone for so many people. And the Jurassic Park Patreon match between Cody and uh, Perry was a huge, huge hit. Um, So that one made a lot of sense to me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like I those uh, made a lot of sense to me and Transformers again as bad as some of those are like (laughs) generally fits. Um, I love that Planet of the Apes is added you tell me I grew up on those movies. (laughs) So uh, it's gonna be fun to see people who have never had to deal with those 60s and 70s movies watch those. and, and little, of course
1: the marky mark iteration
2: oh well yeah again the, the, there's there's ones that go with it where you're just like really like there's some great movies in this franchise and then there's that one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's always a that one in in these movies 100 um, yeah yeah but um i'm i'm curious to see what people think with like dystopian and time travel mm. and sci-fi fantasy those are very broad and I'm not sure who got to decide what belonged in those categories in terms of the movie list. Like I was looking at the dystopian list, but Hunger Games is not part of it yet. Mm. You know, um, Matrix and, and Back to the Future and and some other ones did. So like, there's still, I think, a, an attempt to try to figure out a balance on these. Um, but uh, But in terms of the specific new categories, I think for the most part, they make sense. The franchises. This The inner geekdom always seemed to me to be about franchises um, because yeah. those are the things we geek out over in a lot of ways.
3: Um, there was one of the categories, I think it was a first-round category. It was just Superman. You know, and Mario got just yeah. Batman. You know, I, I I think in terms of kind of categories. Give me X-Men. Categories, yeah, exactly. I think that would have been very... I, I like that addition probably the most in terms of let's just isolate it to this one character and run the gamut on it. Yeah. Um, that's actually one of the, the probably the more fascinating, I think, uh, categories or in, uh, implementations uh, this season in Intergeekdom. Would, would, would you know, you just mentioned X-Men. Is there like specific categories you would have been gunning for it had that been around um, in your playday?
2: Well, it was no no surprise that I was more of a Marvel person than a DC person. But if you gave me Batman, I'd be great. Yeah. Superman, slightly less so. Um, X-Men, hands down. Spider-Man would probably be pretty good for me. Um, it's interesting that the MCU and DCEU aren't categories anymore themselves. They fall under the DC and Marvel umbrellas. But I'll I'll be curious to see how the fans react to, you know, uh, less of those questions. Um yeah. But um but yeah, it's it's an evolution that actually did start in the singles and teams division too. I mean the first few seasons, what were the categories? For the most part, they were comedies, dramas, sci-fi, fantasy, horror movies, animation, you know, and then occasionally yeah. th- they had Arnie and Sly way back at the beginning, but that's because boys ran the thing. Um, <laughs> that's true. And, yeah. and like some of those kinds of things. Point break, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, a category. <laughs> exact. whole category, by okay guys.
3: Yeah, uh, that was 2014, <laughs> but yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, but eventually, and even again, the leaps and bounds have happening they're even bigger leaps and bounds in the last two to three years you know wheel categories have really grown so that you know it's not directors anymore there's a, still a director slice but there's a spielberg slice a tarantino slice a fincher slice a coppola slice a scorsese slice a catherine bigelow slice a nora effron slice on and on we go and then the same thing with actors and actresses so you have these big wide slices and now you have these narrow ones. And that's part of the strategy in singles teams and in IG too. Like if DC is not great for you, but Batman is, hone in on that. And that's something that you know you could kill. So if there's, you know, I think it plays into the strategy of the game and it plays into, you never know what you're going to get, a really, really narrow slice or a much broader one. Am I talking six movies? Am I talking 20 movies? You never know.
1: Yeah, it's it's one it's one of those things, too, with the uh, like you said, some of the broadness of the categories. I will I will like to see how people are able to combat that when they're normally used on these used to focusing on these uh, very specific set of films in the in the slice. Um, Let me ask you this. By the way, my favorite slice has been swashbuckling adventure just because I like to say it. Um, And I like the I, I like those pirates movies. I'm sorry. I do. I like them all. I like every one of them. Oh, I like everyone. Rachel's trying to hold back her disdain. The, the, right the,
2: in. No, uh, I'm a big, big fan of At World's End. I think At World's End is as good as the original.
1: Look, the rest the, of them go.
2: I could go without, but I, I'm a big At World's End fan.
3: Oh, Mamacita! Oh, <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh man, that's a um, that's a throwback for OG Bo- Bo- Rundown
1: fans. What was going? I want to know. I want to know. You were watching uh, as a fan, as we all were when that match was occurring—the the championship match. Um, uh, I'm just making the assumption like most people were. We, I, I, told, I said it on the show last week. I was rooting for Mara. I just, I love the story of Mara Kanopic coming back after that hiatus, being in a championship match, and trying to get the job done. When you were watching the fifth round, I mean, yeah, the fifth round, and we were getting into the nitty-gritty, the final few questions, You know, wh- what were the emotions going on? And when you heard her five-point question, did you know it? Did Sam know it? <laughs> And if, and if so, did you think that she knew it?
2: Um, we did. And therefore, <laughs> I did think that she did. Um, it's, you know, look, you know, all pretense aside, um, Mara has become a very, very close friend of mine and somebody that, you know, I would never have met had it not been for the schmodown down. And uh, honestly, t- 2020, her and Dan were... Sort of instrumental in keeping Sam and I sane. Uh, we spent a lot of time on Zoom with them, and you know when they were moving, it was hard. But honestly, we were spending so much time on Zoom with them anyway; it was fine. Um, and and I know what she's gone through, and I know how much the Schmodown has meant to her in amongst a lot of stuff that she's gone through. You know, health wise and 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 personally, and you know, I have never been able to separate my personal feelings from the Schmodown to my detriment a lot of the time, but I always root for people who I feel like it just put their heart and soul into things and who put their heart on the table and wear it on their sleeve and give it everything they have. And I don't want to, you know, take anything away from Chandra. I don't know him as well. Um, all I know is that his character is very disrespectful and I don't (laughs) respect disrespect. So like I respect game though. And he beat Kevin Smets and that is a feat that very few people can say that they did. Um, but on a personal level on, you know, a comeback story level on all of that, like I, I really was, was pulling for Mara. Um, and I think that, It meant the world to her to win like she did. Um, She was doing something that Clark and I were always doing too, which is trying to shut people up because we get so much more flack and so much more talk about, are they good enough? Is it ring rust? Is it fair? Like it, it just, it, the, the, the percentage of, women who get those comments versus the men it's is still very disproportionate um so i was just thrilled on all of those levels that um that she she managed and yes so we were on pins and needles the entire fifth round because they both got <laughs> all their questions right and we were like really <laughs> i was sitting there and i'm going i knew he knew shakari i knew he knew it but i was still sitting there like mess it up mess it up like <laughs> maybe the vulcan vulcan yeah. thing like threw him off like sorry chandrew but i was um and so, you know, it, it to me, the the when the real world sort of creeps into the Schmodown and you see people who give it everything they have and have these really poignant stories, that, that gets, you know, mixed up in it all. And therefore, is, is that much more moving to me, personally, when they pull out the victory.
1: Such an incredible moment. Yeah. It was just yeah. such a great moment. It's like what you – it's what you watch the game for, mm-hmm. Right moments like that is what you watch this game for and um i was watching it with with my lady and i and she started saying Mara Canopic is a hot topic afterward i don't know why <laughs> just what she, wanted to, she started chanting it and she had tears in her eyes i think we both did when you saw mara's reaction um uh frank you look were you about to say something oh, no 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 oh, okay um rachel with all the knowledge that you possess uh not only just movies but about this game and like I said, every time you you seem to make a post or have an opinion about it, it's such an insightful, introspective observation of this entertainment form that we all know and love. What can we expect from you moving forward? I know the playing is a thing that you get all the time, but will we see Rachel Cushing involved in an official Schmodown capacity at any point in the
2: future? It's hard to say. I was beyond thrilled last year when christian and ben asked me to be on backstage because i felt like that was a way for me to officially be involved that i could do and i could for a while but ultimately the 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 set time of that having to be every tuesday from 12 to 2 you know uh, when i'm working that's so much harder for me to be able to do um look i love this game so much and i'm not going to sit here and say that there aren't days where i think to myself i could go back in because clearly the way that everybody wants me to come back and be officially involved is to play again like i (laughs) know that's the phone call christian is always hoping he's gonna get and (laughs) various fans and friends and everything else and in a perfect world if i you know, was, was somebody like Dan or Roca who does this kind of thing for a living, who gets to watch movies for a living, who gets to put everything they have the hours of the day and their time into it. That would be one thing. But I have a career that I've worked really, really hard for close to 20 years to build. And it's what puts food on the table and a roof right. over my head on top of the fact that I put that much time and energy into it, and I love it. So when I am editing on a television show or a documentary, I am doing that 10 hours a day and it's just not possible for me to then after that spend four six hours watching movies doing flashcards training all of the stuff that you need to do to be in the schmodown to be competitive in the schmodown generally speaking Uh, it's I, I I tried it and I did it for a while but I burnt out on it and it's only gotten I don't want to say worse because it it, it it is what the competitors put into it. And if people have that as a yeah. priority, that's huge. And that's amazing. And, and I admire and respect that. I just know where I am in my life. That you know, I need sleep. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, yeah. um, so I don't. I don't know. Um, I you know, I it, it's not a secret. I am helping you know Sam's players, particularly the rookies, just because I'm an empathetic person and, and I know they're all very nervous and excited. And you know, I, I love being sort of a resource for them when I can. Um, I was hoping to call matches, but there's sort of a conflict of interest because I'm yeah. so involved with the. Um, usual suspects so I understand that but I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not or Brad if you even know this but um Christian asked me to you know be a a host a call somebody to call matches in the FCL and whenever my uh my schedule allows me to do that I would absolutely love to to do that because particularly um you know helping the rookies find their paths and figure out, you know, how they can um, get better in the showdown and, and what they can bring to the table and help hone that. That's something that I would be very proud to be a part of. And
1: And it's something that you're you're more than welcome to be a part of any time that you're available. And I just want to say, whether it's doing something in the movie trivia schmodown, whether it's you know, you've been successful in the schmodown. We all know that your stats are on the screen; they've been on the screen for the entirety of this interview, and 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 that's for a reason. That's to to to, to reiterate your greatness to this game. And also, we know about your your personal successes within your field, uh, within your career. Um, you've been recognized for your successes there. So to me, it just says no matter what. Rachel Cushing is involved with, you are a, a a massive asset to to whatever field, whatever profession, whatever role that you're currently inhabiting. You're a massive asset. So that's why everyone, I think, would love for you to be involved in the movie trivia showdown again and, and the, the FCL. It's an, it's an open invitation at all times. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to hear about the possibilities.
2: Yeah, definitely. Me too. Um, I, I'm... The the other way to put that is I'm a perfectionist and rather anal retentive. So that makes me good at a lot of these types of things. <laughs> so, you know, call it what you will. Um, you know, I, I when I set out to do something, I, I want to give it everything I have. And that's true in my career. That's true in my relationships and my friendships. And that was absolutely true with the Schmodown. And never say never. Maybe there's a period in my life where I can give the Schmodown the attention it needs in order for me to you know, to play because I will say in the back of my brain, I never got that singles belt. And yeah. that is the one elusive piece that, um, you know, might draw me back in at some point someday, but we will see. Oh, mama. Sita. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: like a good time. <laughs> That's a good time. That's <laughs> good. Rachel, we appreciate you so much for taking the time and joining us uh, here on the showdown rundown. You're welcome back anytime. And hopefully you and I will be talking soon.
2: Absolutely. It's great to see you guys. Bye everybody. You too.
1: Take Thank care, you. Rachel. That is the great Rachel the Crusher Cushing. Gosh, she is what, what phenomenal, a, isn't she?
3: Yeah, that was great. You what know, a gym. Um, yeah, what it's so an great to talk to Rachel gym. about intergig and everything that's going on because she really has, you know, that the mind and and she was such a pioneer in that division. And to just hear her comments and thoughts on the matches and how things are evolving is always, I think, very interesting and um, insightful. You know, as you said many times, um, insightful for for us for the fans so it was a real treat and Rachel will I think for me personally she will always be the goat for me personally I think you know what she did for the league uh, was tremendous and uh, that's just me that's okay, just we'll you, have their friend. own goats but I Rachel's my goat that's I would have said true. it while well, she was here, but you kind of booted her off, Brad. So
1: I didn't boot her off. You, you I, I, did. Said, yes, I said I said Frank, do you I said Frank, do you did you were you gonna say something? That's, no, 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 no. I At said, Frank, were you end. gonna say something?
3: Okay. Uh, Brad, are
1: we gonna do this? Come okay. on. You know what? You know what? Seriously, <laughs> seriously. Um some other breaking news here. April the twenty-fourth, twenty twenty-one. We are going to have the shmoe sh- sh- down <laughs> free for all four. <laughs> The Shmoedown Free-for-all 4. Free-for-all. That's what it's called. Oh, the schmo for (laughs) all No, the free-for-all number 4. We were supposed to get it last year, obviously, due to COVID-19. Uh, As with many things, it was not a possibility, but we have figured it out. We've cracked the code. And on April 24th, my favorite show of the year returns, the (laughs) Schmodown Free For All Four. (laughs) Why can't I say that? Why can't I say that today? Also, though, coming up soon, uh, March the 3rd, Amaru Moses. And the Jackal, Jesse Swift, making their Schmodown debuts. Usual Suspects versus the Quirky Marks in the Inner Geekdom Division. Talked about all IG tonight. Big matches going down there. And who could forget March the 5th? Oh, boy. Uh, 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 Papa Boat's 76th birthday. We're oh. going to be taking it in by watching the InSnyder, Jeff Snyder of the stars, take on the greatest of all time, as some might say. Right? Frank Frank not included. Frank not included, but he has been given that moniker and he looks very angry in the photograph. Dangerous Dan Merle. Two of the greatest players of all time go one on one for the first time.
3: That's a three rounder, too, so that's gonna be this could be balls to the wall on that one, man.
1: And here's the thing winner plays Adam Collins for the movie trivia Schmodown singles championship. It don't get much bigger than that, Daddy. I don't
3: know what rematch I want between Adam Collins and it's Jeff Snyder or if it's Dan Merrill. It's a win-win, but, man, I cannot wait to see Jeff Snyder and Dan Merrill go head-to-head. Three rounds, uh, it's going to be something else. Versus if you're not at the $10 level Patreon, I do uh, – if you can, it's recommended. You can also get it individually on the com, I believe, so I think that should be available.
1: If you're not doing the Patreon, I, I really don't understand. Well, you know,
3: Brad, some people just can't can't do no, it, no, 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 but... but I'm
1: saying if if you want like no, I'm saying if if you're going out and you're buying every single pay-per-view, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't understand. Not just just go over there. Do it, man. It's the best yeah. 10 bucks you'll spend. You yeah,
3: if you're going mean? to buy the stream, if you bought last week's pay-per-view and you're going to buy this week's pay-per-view, well Look. Look, look. You look. should just get the $10.
1: If you level. go to Starbucks and you get a Venti Caramel Macchiato extra hot with 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 the soy, right? Mm-hmm. With the soy, instead of the dairy right and then you get yourself a chocolate croissant you ask them to warm it up that's 10 bucks right there that's 10 bucks right there
3: wow you're like a calculator over there
1: i am uh
3: oh mama (laughs) (laughs) um oh we're gonna wear that one out aren't we yeah uh, the other thing we didn't mention was, was oh yeah that too uh was the announcement of two star wars tournaments that are going to be happening double stars yeah so one's an eight person tournament and then later in the year will be a 16 player tournament uh, so if you don't have two star wars players on your faction you better make sure you got two because it's going to happen maybe you might even need three if you're you know one of your players is the champion at the time so uh, I'm very excited to see two Star Wars tournaments. It's the first time we've ever had two tournaments of any division in any year of any season. So yeah. very interesting. Um, big things ahead for Star Wars. I'm very excited to see, you know, um, all that stuff happen with Star Wars and everything going on with Geekton. it's going to be great. And and, uh, and then, of course, we have singles and then eventually teams. So it's going to be a, a real fun year, and uh, I just can't wait, wait to see, you know, all the uh, events transpired.
1: By the way, Rachel Cushing being involved with the FCL is our Schmodown rundown. Great Scott moment of the night. Can I get a great Scott?
3: Great Scott! Absolutely.
1: Incredible. I don't think Incredible. you've ever, I
3: don't think you've used that soundbite better than you just did.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I feel like that was an appropriate moment. Absolutely. Um, so Frank, I want everyone to make sure that tonight at 8 p.m. specific time, uh 8 p.m specific time you can go check out molly damon versus laura kelly in the star wars division that happened last friday it will be airing on the sen channel also on the sen channel go check go check out my interview with one bob gale the co-creator of back to the future we talked for nearly 40 minutes about his new book about back to the future theories and things that i've wanted to ask him for quite some time it's the second time i've talked to bob gale in six months which is nuts Nuts. That
3: is. You guys you guys are like best buds now, you know.
1: I wish. She get I like wished.
3: bracelets that say best buds.
1: Mm. You know. That's
3: a friends reference if you didn't know. You
1: I've know. been watching Friends on HBO Max. Yeah,
3: you'll, up. Get, you'll get there. Hold up. I think up. that's like season three episode or season three. Yeah, an episode of season three.
1: You know, I was never a big Jennifer Aniston guy, but now But now. It only gets better. It does. Tell you. It does. Just like the SchmoDown. Only gets better. Every single season. Bigger and better. Frank Janish White. Let the people know where they can find you and where they can follow you.
3: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter Instagram at Frankie 29 And uh if you didn't recognize there's a kind of a new revamp on the quick clips channel, it's just not called Schmodown Extras. And there's some if you go to the, the header up there, you're gonna see something, some information. So go over there, check go it on.
1: out some subliminal news breaking yeah. news that we dropped over there so go check it out and show down extra you can find me on all social media at brad gilmore and uh we will be back next week here on the only show that matters the schmo down
0: rundown
1: oh mama seda